Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there, welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley. I'm your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which makes a great companion to this podcast. This week, we're talking about sleep. Because I don't know about you, but I have honestly been sleeping like crap for the last several weeks. Summer and sleep really don't mix. It's hot. It's very light out. Temperature in the bedroom is never right. And really, it's natural to sleep less during the summer as light rules our circadian rhythm. And the more light there is, the lower our melatonin typically is. And melatonin is what cues the body that it's time to rest. But right about now... At the tail end of summer, which technically lasts until September 21st, it could mean that you're feeling pretty darn tired. I know I am. So this week on the podcast, I'm covering ways to get more sleep, whether you need help falling asleep or you wake up in the middle of the night. And today, specifically, I'm talking about things that you can do during the day that will help you sleep better when you rest your little head on your pillow tonight. Yes, a good night's sleep starts in the morning, especially right after you first wake up when you want to expose yourself to natural light as much as you possibly can. That's because of the blue light in early morning sunlight and that bright blue sky signal to the brain that it's time to wake up. It also nourishes and regulates your master clock which will then be primed to notice when the light starts changing later in the day and start queuing up the processes that lead to you going to sleep. Have you heard the phrase, the higher the highs, the lower the lows? Well, the more awake you get during the day, the more primed you are to sleep at night. Not awake thanks to caffeine per se, and I'm going to talk about caffeine in the second half of this episode, But because you're giving the body the cues it needs for your pineal gland, which is the teeny tiny pea-sized little gland in your brain that orchestrates the daily rising and falling of hormones and neurochemicals that promote both awakeness and sleepiness. So first thing in the morning, if you can go outside, you are going to be just fueling your pineal gland and tuning it like a fine Swiss watch. Don't put your sunglasses on in the early morning. I mean, the sun's not really high enough to totally blind you yet. (laughs) You want to let the sun in. If you can't get up and get out, open the shades, let the sunlight in. And if it's cloudy and dark in your house, throw on the lights, as most artificial lights have a lot of blue light, which mimics that daytime sunlight. The second thing you can do during the day that's going to help you sleep at night is to move your body. 
You know how when kids, if they ever aren't sleeping well, you would vow to physically just exhaust them the next day and then they would finally conk out and give you a good night's sleep? Well, the same thing goes for you. When you move your body, which could mean formal exercise, but it could just mean like get up, walk around, I don't know, clean the house. It raises your core temperature, which is associated with wakefulness. And when you are more wakeful during the day, it makes you less sleepy and maybe prone to taking a big nap in the afternoon that could mess with your nighttime sleep. Exercise also reduces stress. It is so great for your mood. And that can translate to less worrying and anxiousness that can lead to restless sleep. So if you want to sleep better at night, get some decent movement during the day. Strap on those walking shoes, take the dog, go out, get yourself a walk. It's going to pay off tonight when you get in bed. I've got some more tips for you, but I got to take a quick break. So stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. All right, we are covering things that you can do during the day to help you sleep better at night. And an important thing is to stop drinking caffeine in the very early afternoon. Caffeine has a half-life of about five hours, which means that it can still be really affecting you even seven hours later. But that half-life can go as high in some people as nine and a half hours. You probably have an idea of what your cutoff is, of when's the last cup of coffee or cup of tea you can drink without your sleep being impacted. My question to you is, are you honoring that cutoff? It's such an easy trap to not sleep well at night and then feel like you need to drink coffee into the afternoon, maybe even the evening to keep going, and then you won't be able to sleep again that night. So you might be tired in the afternoon if you don't have that cup of coffee, but hey, guess what you can do? Get some movement. It'll wake you up. Another strategy to implement during the day is to eat more of your food earlier in the day so that you're not digesting a big meal at night. There's a phrase, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a pauper. Basically means eat most of your food, you know, before I would say 1 p.m. Now, this conflicts with intermittent fasting. I know it can get complicated. But even if you are delaying your breakfast until 9 or 10 or 11, you could go ahead and make your biggest meal of the day, that first meal. And then you don't need as much food at night, which means your body doesn't have to divert as much energy and resources to metabolizing and digesting when you're supposed to be sleeping. And when you're sleeping, that's when the repair happens that helps you feel rejuvenated when you wake up. If you're digesting a big belly full of food, well, you're not going to get that same level of rejuvenation. Also, while you're sleeping, your body is taking the trash out. It is flushing waste product from the cells and carrying them away, especially in the brain. It's not a process that you really want interrupted. And this relates to more than just getting a good night's sleep. This is like cognitive health over your lifetime. Of course, you don't want to go to bed hungry, but you really don't want to be full. 
So try eating most of your calories by about, let's say, 2 p.m. and then have a lighter, earlier dinner and see how it impacts your sleep. And the final thing to do during the day is actually something not to do, and that is don't get in bed during the day. If you're working from home like so many of us are now, it might be tempting to get in bed and do your work there, but your brain takes a lot of cues from its environment and you don't want it associating the bed with anything other than sleeping and sex. And let's be honest, reading. (laughs) Keep your bed sacred and when you get in it, you will trigger a sleep script that will help you get your Z's. And that trigger will get confused if you are spending a decent part of your day in bed. Now, if you are homesick with the flu or COVID or something else and you need to stay in bed all day, well, guess what? You get a pass. But for the most part, get out of bed in the morning and don't get back in until nighttime. I hope that these will give you some ideas. Your tiny assignment is just to think about, hmm, which one of these do I want to implement? I would say start with one. So to just to recap, it's get good natural light in the morning, get exercise during the day, eat more of your food before noon, stop drinking caffeine by that time when you know you really shouldn't have any more afterwards. Could be noon, could be maybe 2 p.m., but probably not later than that. And finally, stay out of bed. And then I hope you will come back tomorrow when I am sharing things that you can do right before bedtime that will help you sleep. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 